Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Deason here with Dean McMurray, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today, and uh, we've got a lot of good stuff lined up for you. It's going to be a really fun day because uh, we're also going to have a visit from Chief Harold Peck, who's usually been around on the Friday shows, but I've been wanting to get Harold and Dean together because they're both ex-military on to the same show for quite some time, and we finally pulled it off. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so something to look forward to there, guys. But before we get to that, we have a couple of messages, Dean, from listeners. Actually, one from a listener and one from somebody who's a sort of a wannabe listener. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> What's a wannabe listener? That's something that's not quite there yet, but they're, they're really interested in, in what you have to say about their situation. So sure, you know, sure. depending on the answer, they may actually become a full listener. You never oh, know. well, no pressure on me. All right. No, let's see uh, that. no pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> All so, right. Okay, so the first one is from Sarah. And Sarah says, well, hello, last week you kindly went into my question about taking your gift into the world. You rooted mm-hmm. for developing and applying it in whatever way possible. And if taking it further requires life changes, that will reveal itself at the right time. I noticed I wasn't clear enough because you read I knew what my gifts were. Well, I really don't. Is this something Dean can tune into? I'd love to get his take on my situation. By the way, are gifts the same as talents? I find that someone can be good at something and have no idea because they don't hear or notice from others how they struggle with a thing they do with ease. So what are the ways to discover your gifts and talents? Not only through asking others, but also by yourself, because asking others can be a step too far for those in the early stages of building self-love. And what are ways to translate those gifts into action that help you and yourself in the world and, and the world in general? Because I think often people have gifts that they don't know how they could use. So, you know, a great question. And I think it was worded really well. Um, she articulated that really well. The first thing that I would say, because a lot of people have this challenge, if you will, like, where do I start? Not really even sure. And I would say is start in your interest area. You know, it might not even be something spiritual, right? So, you know, it might be something, for example, um, say you you love um, healthcare or a certain aspect of, of traditional Western medicine, right? And maybe it's uh, you connect to being a advocate. For example, uh, I have a sister um, who is an RN. She's not a practicing RN. She does medical coding or whatever. Um, however, the thing is that she is a huge patient advocate. Um, and that is one of her gift areas. Not only that, is she is a very huge empath and coupled with her natural ability with given her medical background, it is a huge win, right? Um, she still won't listen to me saying you need to become a patient <laughs> advocate. But the thing that I'm sharing is I'm just using this example is saying it doesn't have to look like, hey, you're going to step out and be the next James Van Prague. It could be also that, again, maybe in this instance that you're a patient advocate. Maybe it's something that you become the next, um, you know, somebody that develops a prosthesis for servicemen and women or um, other folks that need limbs. Um, it could be really anything, you know, those folks out there that, that love to do FX and, uh, you know, 3D printer folks. So take your interest, number one, and explore that. Pull on threads, I call it. Um, the other piece is while you're doing that, I always encourage because it doesn't hurt, is, and we talked about this last week, Walt, 
is to develop those spiritual abilities wherever that interest might lie. And because that's going to lead to other things and it's going to tie in with your interest area. Now, I, I know this sounds kind of, I don't know, like a parable in a sense, but it's not because they're going to tie in at some point. You're going to see a crossroads of where they overlap at some point in the journey and be like, holy shit. You know, um, for example, um, me stepping into my mediumship abilities when I didn't want it, uh, not thinking that I, like, why the hell would I want to be a medium? And then down the road, being able to um, help veterans at a deeper level because, hello, you come from that world, right? Um, so, the you know, as a medium. So, you know, understand that if you got more tools in your toolbox, you can serve people in your niche at a deeper level, right? Um, so I always share, if you don't know where the hell to start, start with the interest. Um, might not end up, you might not end up there. You might, that's, but you're going to start, that's a great starting point. And at least it's something that you're going to want to explore and, and further that. That's why I always say, you know, a lot of people say, start with, I don't know, meditation. And that's great. That's fine. But the thing is, a lot of times people get bored as hell <laughs> and they end up giving up. They get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. When you get frustrated, what, what's the old adage? A confused mind says no, right? So why would you do something that you're not even aligned with or that you don't like? Don't. Yeah. Do something yeah. that you like, um, you know, and it doesn't mean that you can't pay the bills doing it too. So, um, you know, find it, find, find an interest, start with it. Never know. You might m- m- uh, be the next, uh, I don't know meditating guru on a snowboard. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know what that is, but it, but for her, that's, you know, that's the uniqueness of, of, of everybody's journey. They got to figure that out themselves. Um, regardless of what some psychic or medium or anybody else tells them, um, you know, they got to figure out what that animal looks like for them. So. And the fact is that no matter what you pick, it's going to take you in the right direction. Like if right. Pick, and if you pick if you pick the wrong thing, you'll get signals really quickly that it's not for you. It doesn't really fit. You, right. you won't enjoy it. But it's and then but, you'll go in a different direction. But oh, it's like still not wrong. Better. But it's, it's still right. it's not, not wrong. wrong. It's still not wrong. That's a cool thing. It's still not wrong. Right. That's right. You it's really like, oh, eh, I didn't quite like that. Or, hey, that was cool. But, nah, you know, I, I took a six and, and, you know, speaking personally, I took a six month meditation course one time thinking I was going to become some Zen yoga dude. You know, <laughs> that's the ambition. That was my ego having these visions. And, you know, it was great at first. I had some really cool experiences. But the other thing I found out, I was like, yeah, I don't, I, that, I don't, I don't like meditating like that. That's not my, that's not my gig. That's not my jam. Right. And so I was like, now I found out <laughs> after six months. And, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, that, that's not, uh, what works for me. So, but I would always say is, you know, go with what you know, start with your interests, follow that thread. Um, you know, one's going to lead to the other. You got to trust the process and try um, things. That's, that's where I was trying to go with it. I mean, like you said, you can't get it wrong. So just try everything that comes to your mind. Just try yeah, it. Yeah. You don't, you, if you only try it for five seconds, you try it for five seconds. If you right. only try it for a week, you try it for a week, but right. try it. Because you won't right. know until you try it, right? Well, that's that exactly right. So, so yeah, that makes it really simple. Yeah. Just keep trying stuff. 
nice yeah. thing is you can you can rip through things really quickly and all of a sudden find what you really want yeah. if you just keep trying yeah. stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and the and I think we talked about this last week too. Um, Walt is, you know, I know reading sounds just so simple, but you know, if you're not even really sure what's tripping your trigger, mm-hmm. start researching it. God, the internet's full of crap, right? No it's kidding. um. You know, you can read about it. You can watch videos on it. There's all kinds of products and services out there. So, you know, find an interest. And that's why I keep on going back. You know, you know if it, and if you're really not sure, um, you know, start researching, saying, Hey, that looks kind of cool. What, you know, what's, uh, what's up with these tarot cards or what's up with the uh, angel cards? I kind of like angels. I don't know. Whatever is your, you know, and I always nudge people towards their interest because that usually, oh, I like animals. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll go find something with animals. Yeah. Is it animal communication? Is it animal healing? Is it, you know, so uh sky's a limit. And I know it's so diverse and you can't really say for her, like you need to do X, Y, Z because that would be wrong of me to say that. Right. I'm taking away her choice because we don't want her to go, well, Dean and Walt said to do this. (laughs) It's like, you know, don't, you know, and I will really say is regardless of who tells you to do X, Y, Z, really allow your, your free will to go, nah, I kind of want to go this direction. Go that direction then, you know, um, don't let somebody else be your guru. You be your own guru. Figure out your own path. So. All right. And then we also have another message. Now, this one is from the wannabe that we've mentioned earlier. Oh, and okay. Here we go. Her name is, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong. I think it's Riaha. I believe that's what her name is. Okay. And she said, uh, I was just reading about Kundalini Awakening and was okay. wondering if anyone has anything to share about it. Because my experience, I had a terrible case of psychosis right when I started practicing witchcraft. Talk about different things to try. And right. getting into the law of attraction back in 2019. I felt like one side of my body was possessed. Also, for a few days, I felt like I was possessed by God. I was talking in a loud voice, and my voice had changed into that of a man somehow. Okay. I believed that Brahma had entered my body, and I talked a lot of Lord Shiva as well. It was just so bizarre and crazy, and I can't even fully explain it. Mm-hmm. My parents thought I contacted souls and got possessed with something and called doctors and priests. Nothing helped until one day I realized that it's all in my head, and I'm not possessed. It was so random. Now, does this sound like a Kundalini awakening or, you know, I don't remember feeling energy going up my chakras or anything, but I was doing weird things like dancing. So what do you think? What, what, sure. what, I mean, she, she's like dealing with a whole bunch of stuff there. Right. Well, either that or a bad acid trip. One of the two, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sorry, we're not, I'm not making light of it, but you know, sometimes you just, you have to have a little fun. It, you know, I, I have uh, encountered clients in the past um, that have reported to a degree like a, a possession, right? Now I'm not going to sit here and say that she was not, like she wasn't channeling the voices of or the language because there's a lot of evidence and a lot of other experiences where, you know, witness that kind of stuff. So that phenomenon, right? So I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Um, you know, and I really don't know enough about it to, um, I guess to really say definitively, because, you know, it sounds like oh, she's all over the map talking about a Kundalini awakening. Right. And then you're talking about 
Hinduism. We're talking about all kinds of stuff and yeah. also like, uh, some Christianity stuff. So it's almost like the duality within. It's almost like the walls of reality within her own experience and internally were all imploding at once. And could it happen? Absolutely. And you have this meshing of maybe internal energy and whatever the heck else is going on. Um, I would, the only thing that I would share is that, um, you know, I guess I would have to ask her more questions like, you know, has it went on since? Was it just, you know, how long was it? Um, you know, did you have any other symptoms, you know, other things? But um, I'm not doubting that she didn't have this experience and it wasn't legitimate. I'll call it that. Um, but um, the thing that I would share is that we also have to be careful because, you know, it would be ignorant of us to say that, the negative stuff out there doesn't exist and you can't, you know, get the, get attachments, right. And things that you don't want. Um, so you got to be very deliberate in, in what you're doing, your intention. Um, but you know, it's funny enough when I, when I like energetically connect to it, I don't feel anything particularly bad. It feels more like a internal struggle. So if you think about these, you know, her reality internally. And I'm not saying it's made up. It's just the reality that exists within all these energies came colliding. And sometimes our worlds or what we think is reality needs to implode and fall apart so we can rebuild it. And so whether she's just starting her, you know, her spiritual awakening, her spiritual light, whatever that is, um, you know, sometimes for some people, it just, you know, it needs to, somebody needs to come in and blow the shit out of it and then <laughs> it basically rebuild it, right? For lack of better words. Um, you know, so, but I would just, you know, there's a lot of other nuances with that. Um, cause it just really feels it's just like all over the place talking about, you know, um, but, uh, I don't know really what her definitive question is because it feels like, she has so many, right? Well, I think the main one was, was uh, is this Kundalini waking that she's dealing with? Because she read about that after she experienced it. She said, well, this kind of sounds like it. So is that what I've got going on here? Part of it feels like. <laughs> um, you know, it feels like she has so much going on. To say that's definitive, what I would say no. It's not definitive. Mm -hmm. That's just Kundalini. It feels like she has too much going on. Yeah. Because when I read the energy, quite honestly, I feel like the hyper little dog with somebody with a rubber ball, like, Ooh, it's over there and it's over there. That's, mm. that's what it feels like, quite honestly. And so it's not just one thing. She has a lot of other things going on, but right now it felt like it, it basically imploded. So sometimes to awaken that energy, we've built such a wall. You think a wall around those energy centers and our, what we feel that we need to protect. And sometimes those walls need to be cr come crumbling down, so to speak. And when that happens, different worlds can collide as well. So, um, so yeah, everybody's uh, experience is unique unto them. Um, but uh, as far as just one definitive thing, I I would say very, you know, with the big answer of no. Mm -hmm. So it's not just one 
It's just Kundalini Awakening. No, it's not just the one label. So I hate okay. labels because then yeah. it puts you in a box. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, but that's what she asked. Yeah. So I mean, right. Yeah. No. And, and I get yeah. that. I, and I get the question. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like when you do Google MD, right? Oh my God. Do I got cancer? It's like, mm, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, um, and actually that, that kind of ties into the one piece of information that I gave her, which was don't judge any of it. I mean, you, you, right. you know, you're, you're feeling that there was this really negative thing that happened. Don't think of it as negative. Just think of it as low vibration you know, right? because you don't want right. to get attached to it in any way. And that's a great way to become attached. To well, it. and putting fear into it, I, you know, and I know sometimes because it feels like out of the frying pan into the fire and it's like, yeah. Oh my God, what the hell's going on with me? It's like, you know, and trying to figure out, trying to like, all right, you're in the middle of the ocean swim. Well, I've yeah, never right. swam before swim. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh crap. You know, it's like, you know, time to learn, I guess. But, um, uh, yeah. So I hope that answers your question somewhat. Um, yeah. Well, I'm also going to bring it up with, with yeah. Lena on Fridays because I figured between the two of you, we could give her enough information. She yeah. can do something with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I think you gave her a good start there. So thank you for yeah. that. Appreciate that. It feels, I, I just want to add to that. It feels yeah. like elongation of her spine. I don't know really? why. Yeah. So it would be interesting to know if there was something physically going on with her, mm. but it almost feels like a, you think of a slinky, right? And that's kind of what yeah. I saw, but I saw the vertebrae being pulled and it was wow. interesting. So I don't know if needing more space in between, but I was like, does she need to go to the chiropractor? And, wow. and so, but, and we understand that sometimes, you know, the energy around us can affect our physical body as well. So sure. And I would share is pay attention to your body. You know your body best. So, yeah, that's always a good thing to do. Isn't yeah. It? To, and if you don't know it well, get to know it better. Pay more attention. Yeah. To listen. Because it, it's, it's listen. giving us signals all the time, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. A lot so, of times we just ignore it. Yep. So. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, Riha, Riha got some benefit out of that. And like yeah. I said, I also bring it up with Rita on Friday. See what uh, she has to cool. say. Because obviously, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty unusual case. We need to to get right. a little bit of solid feedback on that. But we gave yeah. a good start here. So, okay, well then now it's uh it's Harold time. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring Harold in. First of all, Harold, welcome. How you been? It's been a while since we had you on, but how's it going? It's going good, guys. It's going good. Uh I as you know, I was on here, I believe, right after I got off of the Freedom Five Hundred Hike Trail in October. I think it's right. the last time I was here. Yeah. And uh honestly I went in and it's kind of a downward spiral after that for a bit. Uh, just, it's kind of weird being in the mountains for three to four months and, uh, coming back to Southern Florida, you know, 10 million people. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, I think I just, I know what happened looking back and I'm glad it did. I just let it get to me a bit and, uh, <laughs> and I'm glad I did. You know, I used to look at those things as, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm in another problem or I'm in, uh, this, that, or I'm having, you know, when is it ever just going to be up, right? And perfect. Well, I don't think that's going to happen right now, right? And, and that's one of the things, if you remember, I discussed when I got back from the trail, uh, that it taught me on the trail, when you get a rough patch after a while, you start seeing a trend like, you know, these, these keep coming. How are you going to handle it now? Are you going right. to freak out? And so when this happened, I, I observed it and I was like, you know what? 
why is this happening? What's what's going on here? And and kind of like a lot of what uh, Dean was mentioning, really it comes down to putting things in boxes and labeling and uh, attaching myself to them and calling them this and labeling and, uh, and and really all it is is just part of the spiritual awakening that's going on. Like probably like the the listeners just had that question. There's there's things that happen often we don't understand. So when I got back from there, you know, in my mind, I was like, all right, you know, cloud nine, ready to rock and roll. I'm going to, I was finishing up this helping veterans with this PTSD class we were putting together. And well, it didn't go that way at all. Uh, I thought I'd stay on cloud nine. I don't know why, <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't. And I'm glad I went down at where I did. I, and I got so far down that my body actually started you know, being in a lot more pain than usual and I'm already in a lot of pain. And, uh, it just, it made me aware of all those years. I didn't pay attention to my body. I just thought it was separate from me, just a shell that I'm floating around in. And now with this awakening, I'm starting to realize, you know, that it's almost like a dashboard of sorts. And, uh, you know, if it's telling and what it's been telling me is stop. So that's really what I've been up to when I got back. My mind trying to go and my body and everything saying, you know what, dude, you need to, you need to stop. You need to just put everything down for a bit and be still. And that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm uh, actually getting ready to start it. I just started it. In fact, I call it 98 days of clarity and that's what I'm doing. This will be my last podcast or anything for a while. I'm just. Kind of going within and being quiet in the winter and doing what nature does and regenerating and renewing and, uh, and strengthening myself for clarity, clarity. And, and that's, that's another thing that's going to help that listener just had that question. I ain't going to try to pronounce that fucking name either, (laughs) but (laughs) it's, it's the more, the more, you know, you know how coherence works. It, It doesn't matter if you know how coherence works or not. The harder we fight something, the harder we seek, the less we'll find. Right. So it's and, – and, and, and you, we have to be easy on ourselves saying that so many years we've been thinking that this is, a mis- this is wrong and this is right. This is wrong and this is right. And, and I believe completely in what both you gentlemen just said that, you know what, fucking take a stab at something. There is no wrong. You'll know pretty quickly if it's – if it's not something that, you know, that you really want to do for the rest of your life or even for a while. But, and that's, that's really freeing when we start finding that out for the first time that you mean that I can't fuck up. Well, <laughs> you can, but it's not really a, a screw up, but you're just going to look at it as, as a, as a lesson and some, a road maybe you don't want to go back down again, but not as a judgment tool against ourselves, uh, because what that will create is in the future, you'll have an emotion attached to that. Like, oh, last time I had all these problems and, and, and now I look at failure as it's almost even weird to, to use that word because it isn't failing at all. It's trying. And, uh, it, one thing just might not have got the outcome that you desire. And so, I'm letting things go since I've been back, Walt, and that's where I'm at right now. And, uh, my, my, my overactive, and I'm sure Dean can attest to this overactive, almost 28 years in the military, just go, go, go. (laughs) Just, 
it's it's really incredibly hard to slow it down, but it's it's happening. It's happening. Dean's doing a lot of nodding right now. Yeah, that's all that. I'm doing. I'm I'm nodding over here. Going, yeah. Yeah, I'm not falling yeah. asleep either. I'm not. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, man. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And, you know, kudos to you too for, for, you know, even, even people that are self-aware because I've, I know I've been in this space too, even being self-aware. Um, sometimes I'm just so damn hard headed that, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I want to fight it for some reason. And, you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I want to do this. And yet my body yeah. and nature is trying to do, Hey, we're trying, we're, <laughs> we're trying to help you here. And I'm like, no, you know, and it's like, all right, well, you, you know, you'll figure it out. And sometimes you, you crash and burn pretty hard. Um, you know, and it's like, um, you know, but kudos to you for, for listening and, uh, talking about that regeneration period, um, and how profound I, I can only imagine how profound that experience will be at the end of the cycle, if you will, and coming out of that with the with the clarity um that you'll have. So I think that's that's awesome. So I think a lot of us and a lot of times it's like um a lot of people are looking outside of themselves. And I think we talked about this last week, Walt. Mm-hmm. How people are looking outside of themselves for not only happiness, but you talk about the, Harold, you talk about the, the clarity, right? And in all of that. And, you know, everybody's looking, is it, you know, is it online? Can I get it online? Does somebody else teach it? And it's like, dude, shut the hell up. It's inside of you. Like, you know, slow the hell down. Right. And it's like, you don't, you don't need some guru or whatever to, bring you this big epiphany um you don't you know it's not this no we actually have the guru inside of ourselves we don't have to go right it's right there right it's right there right and it's kind of funny when we come to that realization i know i did um when i was like oh shit (laughs) it's like you know but you know and i kind of look back in all the years whether you you know was reaching out. I think Harold, you talked about people reaching for things like I need that, that word, like I need this or I need approval or I need to feel needed or whatever the case is. Right. And it's, and when we come to the realization that we, you know, you don't, you don't really need that. You don't need it. You can, you can create that inside. You don't need anything external. And, um, you know, it's both you guys, both you guys are, are veterans. Both of you guys come at this, the hippie shit, as Harold likes to call it from (laughs) the veteran perspective. I'm curious. I know both of you in your own ways do work with people who are especially recently uh, out of the military. And I'm wondering, are you guys seeing something, anything, any pattern that tells you here is where, I don't know, the predominant number of veterans are at that are very similar to each other tied into what we talk about here. Like there's a pattern that you're seeing. Are you seeing any patterns specific to military personnel? Well, I'll start off by saying I've been, I've been working with, uh, because I, I created this PTSD class when I was on the trail. So when we came back, the way it works is they watch the first view on YouTube and then they, 
email me and we send questionnaires and we work on a personalized self-love journey. And I believed that would be a lot harder than it has been uh, talking to veterans about self-compassion and self-love. But when it comes down to one-on-one, now, you know, out in public, people are like, you know, fuck that sissy shit and other things <laughs> like that, perhaps, right? But when it comes down to really getting rid of all those things and, and just being authentic to ourselves and each other, it's, it's, it, it was surprising me at first that I would see a veteran that I was sure was so embedded in just uber conservative. I mean, I'm just using labels to kind of give you an idea of what, where I was coming from, sure. like yeah. disgruntled, pissed off, mad, blaming like I did for many years and nothing wrong with it. Everything I'm saying, I'm not judging. I'm just <laughs> particularly just making a statement. So often a lot of times the veterans I'm working with, they're, they're, they're upset and pissed off and mad about things. And, uh, and I was surprised at first that when we actually started the process of self-love and compassion and finding out down inside that every single one of us ultimately, even though we may not have been taking responsibility, we were at a level of blame and uh, thinking that deep down inside somehow we screwed everything up. And and one of the things that surprised me that you're asking if we saw a, a trend is I noticed that in – and I know you two guys have too, that this awakening, uh, more and more people becoming conscious, is, is it's actually picking up a lot of momentum, I believe anyway. And and folks that uh, I never thought their egg would crack or they would wiggle in their cocoon, that shit's starting to happen more and more, even, even folks I didn't think. And when I was helping uh, a lot of these people, they – right off the bat went to self-love and compassion before I could even get to it. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to feel that yumminess inside of here. It's just almost like they didn't know how to say it in front of other people because it seems selfish (laughs) from an unconscious point of view to uh, at least I'll speak from my own standpoint. When I first heard about self-love and self-compassion, it just, just didn't sound right to me. And I believe one of the reasons was I had an image of love being what it really isn't. And so I'm seeing more and I said all that to say, even the folks that I would never fucking believe I'm talking, you know, uh, just disgruntled and pissed, you know, the news 24 seven or whatever. We all have this common thread. And that is we want to feel good inside and we will never get that seeking or, or, or like Dean was saying, being in a state of lack and grabbing. So I, the, the, the good that I'm really seeing come right now in the world, I'm not looking at all the other crazy shit. That's just crazy shit. That's always going to happen. Right. But I'm trying to see what maybe some other people ain't looking at. And that is, yes, that's still going on and it, and it will. And who cares? But there's more and more people taking their head away from that TV or whatever, their phone or whatever, and or other people and saying, you know what? And they're looking right down here, right here. And that shit that I say all the time that everybody has a gift and everybody has talents and all that, people are starting to find that out. And that's what that that, that was going on with that, that girl and stuff. When you start being still and you start having an awakening, you start finding that you have new talents and, and gifts and things that you possibly never noticed before. And then, and then you start feeling that maybe 
love ain't something you just slap on a Valentine's card. It's, uh, it, it is everything that is. And when you, and everybody has felt it in their life because that's what we are. So it's just a big circle to go right back to what we were when we came here in the first place. And it's, it's exciting to me to see so many people starting to open their eyes and move around that egg. And it's just a good time to be alive. I think a lot of people won't say that, but I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love it. No, Very I love good. That. No, I, I certainly concur with, with what Harold was saying. And, you know, the other thing that I would see is, you know, um, you know, depending on, and of course, really, they're just nuances. They're small details. You know, if you're, if you're talking about soldiers, it doesn't matter, you know, where they, where they deploy to, what they served. Uh, you know, I think everybody, regardless of background or what they do, wants to be loved and validated and just be recognized, right? Say, Hey, you know, look at me. And I, and I just think back to my own personal time in the military and, you know, just as, as an enlisted person, maybe more, more so than at least my, in my perspective, maybe than an officer, but, um, you know, there's, there's almost a painted persona, um, you know, amongst the ranks that, you know, it needs to look like a certain way. And if you are immersed in that environment for so long, you start almost, you know, conforming to that mold, right? Yeah. And to almost change the narrative, like Carol was saying, to really, you know, when, you know, if maybe the, the speaker gets up in front of a unit and starts talking about, you know, I'm here to talk about self love and compassion. I can imagine the looks on the horrified looks on, <laughs> you know, belly uh, yeah. flat belly killers, you know, be out there going, Oh shit. You know, it's like, dude, let me bum a dip, right? It's like, go over here. Here's a buck. Go get me some on do it. You know, so thinking about really, they just want to tune out, but really, I, I love the fact that. Um, Harold, you talked about because really it was bringing up what everything that, um, love wasn't for you, right? Cause it was, it was a, it was a constructed image of, oh my God, now we're going to be holding hands and that hippie shit, right? And whatever else, uh, persona that, that this, this environment that, or this, this image that that conjures. And so one of the things that I am seeing because I've not only worked with veterans, but, um, you know, uh, interviewing so many other folks that are doing great things for PTSD and, and everything else. And one of the things that I'm seeing is the narrative being changed. Um, you know, yeah, there, there is a big, huge movement across the board about everybody. Um, getting quiet is number one is the thing that I'm hearing huge. Um, and yes, you know, looking within and saying, you know what? Um, it doesn't mean that I'm broken. It just means I need to do some self reflecting and it doesn't have to look like, um, you know, I don't need to sit barefoot. I don't need, you know, I don't have flowers in my hair. Is it <laughs> is they're changing the narrative and the old way that people, you know, the sixties view of, of, 
of what people think meditation and all that meant. And it's not, you know, it's, um, and it, it, it can look any way that you want it to is the cool thing. And when people realize that, it's like, huh, well, it's not so stupid after all. And it actually makes me feel good. And now I'm starting, when I start focusing them on myself, then I start feeling better about myself. And guess what? Other people recognize me and validate me in the way that I was seeking again, talking about seeking, but really it's about, you know, allow having other people see you. Right. And, uh, but coming out of that shell and, and, and being brave enough to take the first few steps and, and, you know, it's, um, really change the the narrative is really changing which is super encouraging um i remember back in even back in 03 um you know it was you know everybody was trying to well it's you're strong if you seek help and you know every time you'd see a damn poster you know what i want to say bullshit you know you're still blacklisted you'll get blackballed you'll get black you know you won't have access to any anything that is uh classified or secret you won't get access to uh you know your your team leader your squad leaders be carrying your bolt around in his pocket <laughs> um you know all this kind of stuff like because that stuff happens that is reality and but it doesn't happen to everybody but they see it enough and it's like okay yeah that stuff happens but it doesn't happen to everybody and so to try to change the narrative of it um you know takes a lot when it's that big of an animal there's i mean you know over the total force of all branches and you know and i can't speak i really can't speak for all branches cuz i'm not privy to all of them but i have had the privilege of talking with a cross sampling of folks from other branches um in various positions and you know you know i'm hearing sprinkles of that throughout which is encouraging so um but i i guess i guess just going back to a long a long-winded way to say you know i completely um you know validated what what harold's saying is that you know people are starting to look within i think they're people are tired like this other shit isn't working. I'm tired of taking freaking meds. Tired of your bullshit. I'm tired of people being inauthentic. Guess what? The only person that I can trust with 110% certainty is myself. So how do you do this looking inward shit? I'm going to give that a try. And sometimes, you know, I heard a lot of times from veterans, I was at the end of my rope. So I this was the last thing that I tried. And they have absolutely earth shattering, you know, uh, experiences and saying, because now you got rid of all the other bullshit and you came back to the source where it started from. And, you know, now they, and I think you talked about it, Harold, the cycle, right there in the circle and, and saying, coming back to the source, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting. It's powerful stuff. It's self-realization yeah. is huge. I, 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 everybody I in the military knows. To, go ahead, Walt. What was you going to say? I, I was just saying, I was just loving this. I mean, two military guys are talking about yeah. this love and peace stuff. And yeah, they're acknowledging there's that other side of the military that would never accept it. But right. we're talking about how there is this major acceptance going on anyway among a large segment. Like, oh, oh I'm loving this. Huge, huge. And, I'm you know, this. and it, it's, it, 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 it's being also taught in certain units. I, I, you know, I don't have enough validation 
to say everywhere, but you know, things like yoga, things like, um, again, going to meditation and, um, you know, different things like that, that are, you know, directly connected and non-directly connected spirituality, allowing that gateway to remain open. It's just like leaving a door open to the, I don't know, you know, <laughs> just a door open. So it's like somebody gets curious, they're going to poke their head in. It's like, what the hell's in here? You know, and if That's they right. want to go in there and poke around, go ahead, check it out, you know? And, uh, um, yeah. Even better if they find something they like there. That, that makes it better. Right. <laughs> uh, if you leave you privates alone, <laughs> if you hold the averages, you can leave privates alone long enough. They're going to find something to get themselves in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's like, you know, just leave the door open. They'll figure it out. It's like, uh, they'll, they'll get in there, root around. So. Yep. They'll follow the, you know, and I believe as a species, we just, you know, if we're, if we're given just enough, we'll figure it out eventually. For some of us, maybe like myself, a bit more hard headed than others, but you know, um, I was one of those two soldiers in the army. The, you know, you have the strong soldiers and the smart soldiers. And in the beginning, I was really on a, on a straight track. I was on the fast track to become a strong soldier. Really was. <laughs> I was like, Hey, what am I doing? So, but, um, you know, just, I think if we're given enough, um, we'll just figure it out eventually. And I think that's really kind of testament to our species because saying we've existed this long, we've had to evolve at some point just to really survive. Right. Because I think if, it was continued to go down a, a spiral, if you will. And if there were no tools to help us or figure them out, then really, I think eventually we would just cease to exist. It would just be too much for us to, to really deal with. Well, well, that's what Harold's doing right now. I mean, he's getting into right. this, this, what, a 90 day period of just right. self exploration and, and going quiet. That's, that, that's what you're doing, right? I mean, isn't that the whole point of this, Harold? Yes, because, uh, yeah, absolutely. Just like nature does. I, you know, I, I grew up up north, like where you guys are at right now. And I know how you're, I know there's not that many trees in North Dakota, but <laughs> there's probably, <laughs> but there's trees up there where you guys live. And I remember I used to get depressed, like a lot of people do in the wintertime and or sad, not depressed per se, but like, oh man, it's gray. It's dead. It sucks. Everything's just yucky looking and. Uh, and, and now I, and actually there was a point I used to even get sad when the leaves would be falling. I looked at things as death or being the end. And what, when you really get into, so I'm going to back up here in a second. You understand where I'm going with this. The good thing about spirituality and when you really discover who you really are and, 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 <laughs> and what this really is, it's fucking magic. It feels so freeing. It, but you just can't jump there overnight. It is a process to get there. But the process, when you when you finally do realize that I'm an eternal spirit, that um, I'm here having experience in this body and yada, yada, yada. And there really is no exact path that I have to go down into this life. And that no matter what I'm doing, I'm actually growing all the time, even when I'm fucking up, even when I'm sitting still, when I'm moving, when I'm talking, whatever. I'm every day I'm growing. So that nature taught me a lot when I was in Colorado. The number one thing was fucking patience. 
It's like, so the inner chatter, you're not doing enough. But number two is I I was there in October and by then all the leaves were falling. And I, I start, I remember thinking, I used to think all that stuff was dead, but what it's really doing, you know what it's doing. It's digging into its roots. It's regenerating, rebuilding, resting and getting ready to fucking thrive in the spring and do the best it can. That's what I like about nature. It, a leaf doesn't come out three quarters and say, well, the fucking leaf next to me is a little bit smaller. I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> and, and, and I say all that to say right now, yeah. there's so many people looking outward and that's okay. That's where we're at. But the ones that are pulling in and you've noticed there's been more people quiet. Why is that happening? It's because I think more and more of us are realizing that well, we are Earth. We, and it sounds bizarre when you first hear it, but we are all part of this living organism, and the cycle of life is very similar across all all of life, and that is on and off, on and off, on and off. And you have to take that period to to calm down once in a while. See, you might not have the luxury to take 90 days like I'm doing, 98 days, but if – if we all do it, like I think the inauguration's coming up soon and stuff, maybe this week, I'm not really sure. But I know there's a lot of stress around that with veterans and stuff. I, I, I talk to them and the when when they realize to themselves that if I put this down for a second, it's still going to happen. Or if I stay there and I'm involved and I got signs and I'm pissed and I'm blogging every ten minutes, it's still going to happen. And, and eventually you realize, well, it's happening anyway, regardless if I fucking scream at the top of my lungs or if I sit over here and sit on my back patio and watch a bluebird on the tree and just chill the fuck out and try to find out for the first time who I really am inside, not what I've been told and all these other things. And this is really powerful because when you find the connection between yourself and nature that you're not separate – I believe more and more of us uh, will do things like this, and, I, and a lot of us already are. And that's just take a pause for the cause, for ourselves to to detach from things, from from stimulus. You know, I'm a stimulus junkie, just like the rest of you know. I've, I've got fucking three phones, and I but most of the time they're not on because I don't like them. But yet I still got them because I want to Google this and Google that, and it's it's neat to detach from all of those things. And, you, and until you really try it and feel that growth that's going to occur like in nature, because if a tree was busy all winter trying to figure out what the fuck it's going to do in the spring and it's not focusing on its growth and it's not pulling from the roots and working on, you know, its internal framework and stuff, it, it's just not going to thrive and do the best it can. And when we come and when we, when I come out of that period, it's – it's simple. It's clarity for what I want to be <laughs> and be first and do second. In other words, how do I want to live each day? How do I want to get up in the morning and do it? And I, and I, and I'm getting that from being quiet and rebuilding from within. And that's, and I, I'm, I'm excited that more and more people are doing this and, and detaching away from mainstream news and stuff like that. It's nothing wrong with following the news, but you, you'll see eventually that if you're in it, it still happens. If you're out of it, it still happens. And after you watch your 
you know, all the cortisol pumping in your body and the stress and biting your nails and grinding your teeth like I did for years, which is why I'm missing a tooth. You, you realize what was the fucking point? What was the point? What, what could have been the outcome if I didn't do all those things and I maybe seek some self development, uh, read a book, watch something, just sit outside and do absolutely nothing? What, what could happen then? And not to look back as a, as a judgment, but to look back as a lesson and say, you know what? Uh, there's, there's always something coming up. There's always something hot and there's always some bad news. So when those things do come up, you, let them pass. Let them pass. Let them go by. And then you'll feel so good on the other side. Like that all happened and I wasn't even involved. Instead, I grew. I grew another couple of inches instead of growing a millimeter because, <laughs> because I focused on my own growth instead of externally seeking, not just always this is the problem with everybody else, but just slowing the fuck down and saying, you know what? I've been, I've been this guy for a, this guy or girl for a whole life. And you know what? I'm eventually going to die. So I might as well get what I fucking can out of this life and let's let the other shit go. And the clarity is power. The clarity is power. That's one of the reasons almost every veteran I've talked to at the beginning, I asked them, what do you want to do? What is your passion? And I bet Dean can attest to this. And it was the same with me. It's not a judgment statement. It's, I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know what my passion is. And, and in the military, that's often we've been serving others for so many years. And when we get out, it's time to be like that tree in the winter up north. It's okay to be looking like sticks and being still because deep down inside, you're healing and thriving and growing. And then you're going to reach your full potential in the spring all the way you can grow. If your leaf can get six inches, that motherfucker will be six inches. It will go all the way and not out of fear of judgment of other people. And that's where I'm at right now is I can't, I can't expect to go 40 something years thinking one way and then overnight change it. But it's happening slowly but surely with practice and dedication to myself, to myself, to, to that this winter, why not? Why not grow? Dean's doing more nodding. He was he was naughty. He was smiling. He was laughing. <laughs> no, that uh, no, that was no. I I completely resonated with that. And you were, I think, one of the things that that took me back a little bit was um, you talked about when a lot of service members get out of the military. And I think this is probably true. I can't speak for everybody, but from what I'm told um this speaks true to a lot of folks that are institutionalized for a long time um people that are have a very live a very regimented life for many many years and but um i completely resonate with the aspect of getting on the military and of course you know yeah what do you want to do and saying i have no freaking clue right <laughs> and so even when you know i got a out of active came full-time with the National Guard here in the state of North Dakota. You know, I knew, of course, stepping in, you know, into my abilities that I was going to do something. But it's interesting because I didn't make this correlation until this now, so thank you, is, you know, even though I knew I was going to do something like a spiritual something, I knew I was going to do this full-time, 
early, like right after I retired, I was like, all right, goddamn it, I'm going to do this full time. And of course, think of the business, all that great stuff. And it was like crickets. I was like, are you shitting me? Like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, even though Uncle Sam sends a retirement check, you know, dad's still got to work. And um, so one of the things I was like, I felt that I needed to kind of walk away from it for a while and not do mediumship. And which drove my wife crazy because she was like, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I have no freaking clue. And I was actually pissed because I wanted the answer. But I knew there was something within me that was like, you just need to walk away from this and go do something else. Because it was almost like saying, go do something else and the answer will come to you. And you know what I did for a week? And everybody's going to laugh. I... I put out a table on my garage and one of the things that was always driving me crazy was I never had an opportunity to organize all the uh, miscellaneous nails, nuts and bolts in my garage. And I had coffee cans of them. That's what I did for a week. I organized nuts, bolts, odds and ends. And actually I still have a nice little organizer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but it was something that I wanted to do and it was it was mind numbing. It was I didn't have to think about it. And that was my meditation. Mm-hmm. I disconnected from what I you know, the reality around me for a while. Obviously, you know, I didn't completely shut out my wife and my two kids, but you know, it was because here I was frustrated with the world, the way things were going for me. And it was like, it was almost like um, I came to the self-realization, right? I, I, I had the opportunity to get quiet in that week and to go, is this really what I want to do? Is this really, you know, to, to do mediumship full time? Because I was ready to pull the plug. I was like, I thought it should be, you know, boom, taken off and things are going. And it wasn't. It was rockier than shit and it sucked. And I was about ready to 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 pull the plug on it. And it was like, it. I want to say it was almost like the come to Jesus moment, right? And it was like, um, you know, kind of like maybe my guys were going, hey, dumbass, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing, but you're going about it all wrong because you're trying to chase it and just why don't you do what you need to do and and allow it to come to you and it was almost like it came again to that self-realization because um you were talking earlier harold is i took a moment in time to get quiet when i look back on it that was one of the best weeks that i ever took because i accomplished actually quite a bit um you know and it's funny. You, you also got the nails and the screws into this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was just going to, I was just going to bring, I know it sounds ridiculous, but every time I go to my, you know, go, go in the garage and I have this organizer thing, every time I look at it, I think about that moment in time. Mm. And when I took, it was, you know, of course, you know, it's just a silly organizer, but at the same time, it's a physical reminder to me going, you know, I remember that week and I was like, did it suck? Yep, sure did. And I was like, but am I still stuck there? And I'm like, nope. And that was years ago. Where are you now? And I'm like, far the hell away from that. 
And I was like, did you accomplish a lot of great things? You're damn straight. I have, and I still am. And so when I look at it, you know, if I'm feeling maybe sorry for myself or kind of in that low spot, I just have to look back and maybe it's just a simple trip to the garage. So I would, I would challenge other folks out there if they're going through that, find your own proverbial quote unquote garage. Take your own 100 day, 90 day, whatever cleanse, disconnect to reconnect to your inner self. Because whatever it is, and don't think that you have to go commune in nature. You can say, God, Dean, I live downtown Chicago. I don't have a garage. I don't have a fort. Well, then you don't need those things, but it's disconnecting from all the bullshit in your life that is clouding your judgment. It The answers are there. And it's just taking that moment in time to be able to do that. And if you can't afford a full week or if you can't afford... 98 days to do that. Guess what? You got 10 minutes. You got five minutes. Do it over time. Stretch it out. The answers are in there. You just got to nug it out. You got to take, but you're going to have to do the work to get the answers. It's just not, here you go. You know, it's, uh, you're going to have to put in the work. So you know, it's really, it's really wild because we've had this really thing, great thing going on. And I'm looking at the clock. I'm saying, Oh my God, we've used up an hour. <laughs> where did it go? Where did where did it go, right? <laughs> but this has wow, been fabulous. That was fast, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to remind people too, um, the latest version of the LOA Today app is out, and that means that Dean is now listed in there in the question section. So if you want to direct a question to Dean to have him address like he was addressing with uh the listeners earlier and with uh, Chief uh Chief Harold here just the last uh, 40, 45 minutes or so. Um, you can do that. That's why we have that built in there. So take advantage right. of that and send your questions in. And then, Chief, I know you're going to be uh, kind of offline for a while, but your stuff's still online. So give people an idea of, you know, how do they find Chief Uncut? Okay, just go to YouTube, type in Chief Uncut. There I am. Uh, you will see some stuff coming out that uh, I've had a lot of people ask to see the remaining it's just hiking, but uh, that's a lot of people like to watch the hiking, especially during the winter. So I will be releasing mm-hmm. the actual hiking videos. I just got to get them edited and uh, a few, some Alan Watts teachings, some things like that, but nothing personally from, uh, from myself. Uh, but just go to, go to, go to Chief Uncut. You're going to see a big change come in April. And like, uh, we were kind of talking, I can just give you a, a pretty simple hint where things are going. It's right where, like we were just talking about with Dean and that's, uh, dehypnotizing energy. That's, that's really no, uh, it's, it's that simple that it's, that it's not energy and love or despite what you, we might think they are love is what is, is that's what we are. And it, and, and it might just sound like empty words, but like Dean was saying, you, that you don't have to go seek it. You don't have to do the weird barefoot flowers in your hair stuff. You really don't. And that's what I mean by dehypnotizing it. Nothing against hippies. I'm just saying that often we think things are this way or nothing. And that's not the way things are at all. In fact, they're, they're pretty fucking laid back. Whatever. You're the boss. If you feel comfortable doing something, if it's cleaning up nuts and bolts in your garage, hey, fucking go do it. You, you know, it's uh, mind numbing, but I think that was pretty cool, Dean, what you did there because it worked. And it, it, so if you live in Chicago and it's snowing and you don't have any place to go, you can find something that you like to do. That, and then, and then 
be still and you still got to do some, the work part of it, but it's there because it was all right here all along. And I, I think, I think, yeah, it was only an hour on this show, but I hope folks got at least out of there that seeking is not the answer. <laughs> they, right. But, yeah. Already there. All right, guys. Well, this has been fabulous. No doubt about that. And uh, Harold, we wish you all the best during your 98 days. I hope it all goes exactly the way you you hope it will. I think it probably will. I think the oh, he'll kick ass. He'll kick <laughs> yeah, ass. There you go. The other side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's right. So thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And Dean, thanks again also for your usual great contributions. Oh uh, well, very, thank very you all for having me. And thanks, Harold, for you know uh, it's great connecting with you. It's uh, yeah, been a long man. time coming, but it's uh, look forward to connecting you with you here in the yeah. We'll have to well, do it again, man. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot we could talk about, and there's and there's not there there is, but. I don't know of a lot of folks like me and you that have this side to help better. So I, I think it's a, it's a great thing to, to collaborate Absolutely. with. Yep. All right. So when, when you, when you come out of your 98, you know, get, get in touch and, and we'll arrange to do it again. Absolutely. For, for sure. I'll do. I love, I love this show anyway, Walt. It's just, it's so fucking fun. It just, it's just laid back <laughs> and it's, it's just easy. And I, I always like that earth behind you too, that universe. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I went through a few backgrounds, and that was the one that came out. Everybody said, oh, yo, go with that one. That's the one that's good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners as well. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.